Wow, so, so good. Jesus Christ, my living hope. You know, if there's one thing that this world desperately needs right now, it's hope. I don't know about you, you know, I tend to think of myself as a fairly positive person, uh, full of faith, trusting God. But there's certainly been times over the past 12 months or so where things have felt pretty hopeless. But I thank God for Jesus Christ, who is our living hope. Uh, we thank God for doctors and vaccines and governments and medicine and all these things. But we know that our hope is ultimately not in any of those things. Our hope is in Christ. Christ, Christ in us, the hope of glory. It says in Romans 15, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power mm. of the Holy Spirit. Um, I, I read a great, uh, a great quote in a book I was reading this week. It talked about the Holy Spirit being implanted hope. The Holy Spirit implanted hope. The Holy Spirit, Christ, is anointing, is hope inside of you. That means wherever you go, you are a carrier of hope. You are a bringer of hope. You are a releaser of hope. Uh, Christ in us, the hope of glory. That means wherever you go, there's hope that the glory of God's going to turn up. Maybe right now, even outside of this pandemic, maybe right now there are some situations in your life that appear hopeless. Maybe health situations, financial situations, relationship situations. But I want to tell you that the God of all hope is with you today. A couple of weeks ago in one of our upper room services, God just put a scripture on my heart which actually mentions hope. Um, it's from Ezekiel 37, the famous passage about the valley of dry bones. And we're not going to read the whole passage, but just towards the end, uh, God said to Ezekiel, son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They say our bones are dried up and our hope is gone and we are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says, oh my people, I'm going to open up your graves and bring you up from them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord when I open up your graves and bring you up from them. I will put my spirit in you and you will live and I will set you in your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. There's a verse in there where it says uh, that the house of Israel, this was their, their confession, their declaration, not a particularly positive, positive one. We are cut off and our hope is gone. And it was that sense of being cut off. You know that for many, many people of these past few months, um, especially right now as we're in another lockdown right now, this idea of being cut off is really, really real to a lot of people. Many of us are cut off from our families. You know, people are cut off from their kids, from their grandkids. People are cut off from their parents. I've even heard of, of you know, uh, couples that are, that are engaged or, or just dating, but they're not living together. And so they've not seen each other for weeks, months, that feeling of being cut off, it's a horrible feeling and uh, maybe some of us we feel cut off from our church family at this time maybe some of us are cut off from the places that we work uh, and it seems like we're cut off from a sense of purpose but I want to declare to you right now that although in the natural you may feel like you are cut off, I want to declare right now in the spiritual you are not cut off from the things of God this is what Jesus says 
I am the vine and you are the branches. You are connected to him. You are engrafted into him. You abide in him and he abides in you. And any sense today that you are cut off from God is a lie from the devil. And I want to declare and prophesy over you today that you are not cut off from hope, that you are not cut off from the voice of God, that you are not cut off from the power of God. You are not cut off from the presence of God. You are not cut off from the provision of God. You are not cut off from the, from the purposes of God. You are not cut off today from love, from joy, from peace. Maybe you're watching this today and you don't know Jesus or maybe you once walked with Jesus but maybe you have drifted away from him or, or you know that there is sin in your life and you feel that shame and that guilt. I want to say today you are not cut off from forgiveness, from grace, from mercy. I want to say today that you are not cut off from the things of heaven. All these things are here with you and you can experience them right now in your own home. But also this idea of being cut off when God gave me this scripture, I felt that the Lord directed me to the city that we're in right now, the city of Kingston upon Hull. And I felt that this confession, we are cut off, all our hope is gone. I kind of felt that for many generations that had been the confession of this city, that economically it had been like we were cut off, that politically it was kind of like we were on the margins. Even if you look at the, uh, on the map of the UK, we're kind of stuck out over on the east and it does feel that even geographically we're cut off from the rest of the nation. But I believe that God would say and God would declare over Kingston upon Hull today, all land, you are not cut off from the purposes of heaven. For the eyes of the Lord are upon this city. The eyes of the Lord are upon my church in this city. That, that was the word that Rachel Hickson gave us last week. And I see a turning of the face of God. I see that, that God, that which has been cut off, that which is on the outskirts, God is bringing it right into the center of his purposes. And I believe that God would speak over this city and he would say that you will experience my prosperity. You will see my glory and you will see my salvation. And, and the end of this, look at all the, the, the times in these verses where God says, I will. He says, I will open up your graves. I will bring you back. You will know that I am the Lord. I will open up your graves. I will bring you up. I will put my spirit in you. I will settle you. You will know that I have spoken and I have done it. For those that feel cut off, God is saying that as you pray, as, as you seek my face, as you fast, as you pursue me, I will speak, I will move, I will act on your behalf. And I want us to pray into that right now. I wonder, Matt, anyone who's watching this right now, and they feel that sense of being cut off, isolated, will you just pray right now that they will have a close encounter of the God kind? Yeah. That the presence of God will just touch them powerfully and then I'm going to speak and declare that over this city right now that you are not you are not cut off from the presence and purposes of God and if you're at home right now you pray in English you pray in tongues join us with us in this press and army this morning amen come on let's pray uh, Lord God I thank you that you you know people at home do not need you to come through a TV screen or through a, a device screen but you are there with them already I thank you that we can come 
to you with confidence, with boldness, because you are a good God who wants to bless, who wants to change lives, who wants to transform things, who wants to exchange cut-offness for connection. Lord God, and I pray right now for anyone who feels like they are isolated, who feels like they are cut off, come now into the presence of God, for in his presence is fullness of joy, is fullness of life. God says come, God says come. You don't need to beg him uh, and try and get something out of him because he wants to give it to you. He is a generous God. So ask him now, come into his presence and receive all that he has for you. Lord God, I just pray a release of the abundance of heaven, a release of the belonging that comes with being part of your kingdom, being part of your family. So for those who feel cut off now, I say heaven invade the room, presence of God invade that place. Belonging, mm. acceptance, love, provision, freedom. In Jesus' name, I release it to you right now. Amen. Yeah, we just release your word right now. We release your healing. We release your presence right now. We release the move of God into people's homes right now, up and down this land in Jesus' name. And God, I want to pray over this city right now. I want to declare over Kingston upon Hall right now. I want to declare land here, the word of the Lord. You are not cut off right now. I speak prosperity over you right now. I speak the shalom of God over you right now. I pray right now for a canopy of the glory of God over this city in Jesus' name. I want to thank you, God, that your eyes are upon this city. I will declare right now, God, there are many other cities, many other towns and communities right now where many people may be watching this from. And in recent years, in recent decades, there may be that sense of that, that they're cut off politically, financially, all kinds of things may, may be cut off uh, even as a nation from what is God has been doing around the world even as we saw uh, th those clips of Reinhard Bonnke in Africa earlier we saw the multitudes we saw the salvations and there's a sense of, of revival of the move of God that's been sweeping the earth the United Kingdom Europe has been cut off but I want to declare right now this is Europe's time I will declare right now this is Great Britain's time I will declare right now that the lion of Judah is roaring in this land and I speak specifically right now over our city and over our region that these are days of outpouring, that these are days of glory, that these are days of favour says the Lord and I just see right now many eyes turning to this city because of what God is up to in Jesus mighty mighty name, hallelujah mm. amen, God's good isn't he Fantastic. <laughs> you, know, you know, one thing I love to do is I love to, to just read about the stories of the revivals that have happened in the past and those great moves of God. And, you know, one of my favorite kind of uh, revivals to read about, because it's a little bit more kind of recent than, than some of the ones that are a few hundred years ago. It's a revival that took place in the Hebridean Islands, just those small little islands off the coast of Scotland. And, and this happened in the 1950s. And one of the things I love about this 
this revival is it didn't start through, uh, you know, a pastor or a guest speaker. It started through two little old ladies. You remember that that uh, testimony that we had of, of the intercessor praying for Reinhard Bonke right at the beginning of today's program? Well, this was two old ladies, both of them in their 80s, two sisters. And I think one of them was blind and one or both of them were crippled with arthritis. And yet they set themselves to praying for revival in their community. And they will pray from 10 p.m. at night, every night, uh, sometimes into the early hours of the morning, praying for God to move. And, and their promise was from uh, Isaiah 44 that God would pour water upon the thirsty land. And one night as they were praying, they had a vision of dozens and dozens of children and teenagers and young people giving their lives to Christ. And this was at a time when in the churches in their community, there were no young people. or It was just elderly uh, congregation members. And they called for the pastor. They shared this vision. And the pastor blessed him. He said, well, great vision. I love it. But I've tried everything. We've tried outreaches. We've tried missions. We've tried youth meetings. Everything we've tried, it's not worked. No young people are getting saved. And one of the old ladies said, can you imagine saying this to the pastor? She said, pastor, why don't you try God now? <laughs> well, this pastor, he, he took her at his word. He said, okay then. And so he called his church together to pray. And two nights a week for three months, they would just pray. They would just cry out for revival, for a move of God in their community. And after about three months, God broke in. There was a shift in the atmosphere, in the spiritual uh, climate over that community. And, and there are so many uh, t incredible testimonies. But one of my favorites is uh, one of the prayer meetings. Uh, it was a good prayer meeting, but nothing particularly out of the ordinary. Um, uh, and the pastor got up and he, he was closing the prayer meeting. And one guy stood up. I think he was an elder or a deacon. He said, Pastor, God has not finished yet. God is still, he's hovering over the atmosphere. We got to press in until he comes down. And so they carried on the prayer meeting and about 3 a.m. the glory of God came into that prayer meeting and people were just overwhelmed by the glory of God and they were just laying in the presence of God. Well, a few hours later, they were still there and suddenly the sun was up and suddenly there was a knock at the church door. Someone came in, they said, Pastor, you got to come outside. And the this church building, it was at the top of the hill. And he went outside and coming up the hill were dozens and dozens of people. What had happened was that as the glory of God had fallen in the church, people in their beds, people on their way to work, people on their way to school, people having their breakfast, had suddenly been convicted by the Holy Spirit and suddenly realized, I need to get right with God. And they began to make their way into the church to receive Jesus. And they say that of the hundreds and hundreds of people that were saved during that revival, 75% of them encountered God outside of a church building. They said that God was just in the atmosphere. People were just walking down the street or in a field or, you know, in the cinema or watching TV. And suddenly the Holy Spirit got a hold of them and they realized they needed to get right with God. Isn't that incredible? You know, there's testimonies of people hearing heavenly music, heavenly choirs. In some of the prayer meetings, uh, God enabled them to see in the spirit. They had visions of angels. They even saw on occasions that 
as they were praying as a church, they could see demons fleeing from those communities. God was in the atmosphere. Isn't that incredible? Now, now we, we're not praying for God to repeat what he's done in the past. We believe that every move of God is different and new and fresh. But I don't know about you, Matt. I hear stories like that and I'm like, God, come on. We want to see God do something in our day, in our generation, in, in our nation. So could we pray into that right now? Let's pray for our youth. Let's pray for our kids. Let's pray for our nation that God is going to move in revival power. Come on, you, you kick us off. Come on. Lord God, we Jesus, pray right Lord, now. We don't need uh, the same old, same old, Lord God. We need you. We need your presence to invade our churches, to invade our families, to invade our communities. Lord God, will you send your spirit fire, your conviction fire? Lord God, will you move? Will you move, Lord God? touching hearts, transforming lives. Lord God, set us ablaze, Lord God, so that we can't talk about anything else apart from you, Lord God. We need your spirit, Lord God. We need your power, Lord God. I pray for our kids and our youth, Lord God. Will you fill them with your spirit? Fill them with your spirit to overflowing, Lord God. Fill them to overflowing, Lord God. So wherever they are, you are, your presence is, your hope is, your life is. Lord God, will you speak to them? Will you speak to them? Be their teacher, Lord God, that they hear revelation from heaven. They hear directly from you, Lord God, that they know you. They don't just know about you, Lord God, but they will know you, Lord God, and carry you wherever they go, Lord God, amongst the kids, amongst the youth. Lord God, that they will know you and they will carry your presence and that the adults that will be amazed and will be uh, jealous with a righteous jealousy for what they've got, Lord God, will you uh, help us too, Lord God? We cannot do it without you. <laughs> you know, we might have tried other things, Lord God, but we need you. Lord God, will you help us? Lord God, will you lead us? Lord God, send your revival, Lord God. Stir in our hearts, Lord God. Holy Spirit, stir us. Holy Spirit, awaken. Where we are spiritually dead or dormant, Lord. Wake us up. Wake us up. Wake us up by your Holy Spirit fire. Yeah, Lord God, and I see people who are burdened, who are weighed down by the troubles of this world, Lord God. Uh, and I thank you, Lord, that you say, come to me, all who are heavy laden, all who are burdened, and I'll give you rest, Lord God. So I believe that there's people even watching right now who are burdened, who need uh, God to take that burden off them. So if that's you right now, why don't you repeat after me, Lord, I give you my heaviness. I give you my burdens. Mm -hmm. I give you the cares that are weighing me down. I give them to you, Lord. I lay them at your feet. You take them and you swap them for your lightness, for your rest, for your peace. Do it right now, Lord. Right now. With people even watching right now. Swap that. 
give them the lightness. Yes, Lord, thank you that you are the way maker. You make a way where there's no way. You are the chain breaker. So we declare freedom, liberty in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord God, will you move a wave of freedom that people's chains will break off? The chains of addiction will break off people yeah, in Jesus' name by his Holy Spirit power. <laughs> yeah, addictions and just wow. stuck and people who are just stuck in their old ways of doing things the same old, same old. Mm have got dry and tired. Lord God, we break that off in the name of Jesus and we say fresh, fresh, fresh wave of the Spirit of God. A fresh wave of the Spirit of God. We're in the middle of prayer tsunami and I pray a tsunami, a huge wave of God's refreshing power come over your life. Come over your church. Mm. Yes, Lord, refresh and revive once again. You are Jesus. able. We look to you, God. Jesus. We look to you, God. Amen, Jesus, amen, Jesus, amen. Jesus. Matt, when you just prayed there just for addiction, I just felt the anointing of God upon that. I just saw a, a picture of, of some chains and I saw the, the, the metal chains just heating up like the, there was a fire and, and just the, the metal getting hotter and hotter and hotter and then suddenly they just disintegrated right now. I just speak over anyone watching this right now who is struggling with any form of addiction right now. I pray the fire of God to come upon you right now. I want to pray right now, even in your home, the fire of the Holy Spirit from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Let it break every chain, every stronghold, addiction, sickness, fear, anxiety, depression, the chains of, of past trauma. I declare broken right now, mental health issues, eating disorders right now. I just feel that in the name of Jesus, eating disorders right now be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray, God, the greatest chain of all, the chain of religion, oh God. God, when I hear about those elderly women praying to the early hours of the morning, when I read about that church gathering uh, twice a week to pray all night, God, I am so convicted of my own laziness, my own apathy, my own distractions. God, the 1950s, they wouldn't have had Facebook. They wouldn't have had iPhones. They wouldn't have had Netflix. Netflix. Oh God, but they, they would have had their own distractions, but they pushed them to one side to seek after you. God, put that fire in us, oh God, that we may see your glory in our day, in our nation, in our generation, in your mighty name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to share with you just one more, uh, one more scripture that we're just going to pray into. Uh, this is a tsunami of prayer. I love that idea that the wave of prayer, the wave of intercession. And as we release this tsunami of prayer, we're believing for a tsunami to come right back. We're believing for a wave of revival, a wave of the presence of God. And I was thinking about different verses in the Bible that speak about waves. Uh, and uh, th there's one here in 
Jonah, Jonah chapter 2, and it's actually a literal wave. Uh, This is Jonah's prayer from inside the belly of the whale. He says, in my distress, I call to the Lord and he answered me. From the depths of the grave, I call for help and you listen to my cry. You hurl me into the deep, into the very heart of the sea. The currents swirled about me. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. You all know the story. You know that Jonah was called to be a prophet. He was called to be an evangelist, a missionary. But he ran from the call of God. And so God sent a literal wave to redirect him, to repurpose him. And after Jonah repented, it says the word of the Lord came to him a second time. He heard the word of God. He responded to the call of God. I love how Jonah ran from the call of God, but the call of God did not run from Jonah. Jonah went back to Nineveh. He preached the gospel and one of the great revivals of the, of the, the entire Bible, an entire city turns to the God of Israel. And what I believe in this is that in this season, where there is a wave of prayer that is going up, this is gonna be a time when God is gonna speak to people about ministry. This is going to be a time when God is going to speak to people about their calling. This is going to be a time when God is going to speak to people about their future. I believe that for many, as you set this time to pray and fast and seek God, this is going to be a time when uh, I see a wave of mantles, callings coming in with that wave. I believe there are people right now and God in this season is going to call you into full-time church ministry. I believe there are others that you might already be in full-time church ministry but actually God's going to call you out of that and God's going to send you into the political arena into the business era into medicine into education to be salt and light to bring the kingdom of God into those spheres I believe that this is going to be a season of redirection for some this is going to be a season of repurposing for some I believe churches are going to be repurposed ministries are going to be repurposed I believe that this is going to be a time of new connections, of new collaborations. I believe that this is going to be a time when with the wave comes a word. I believe that this is going to be a time when God is going to speak, God is going to redirect hearts. Some people, even geographically, he is going to move you in this season or prepare to move you as you move into this new season. I believe that this some, they have run from the call of God in the past. But just like Jonah, you are going to hear the word of God a second time. And this time you're going to respond. I believe for others, there may be people watching this. You have never before responded to the call of God. Maybe you don't know Jesus today or maybe you've been running from God and his purposes your whole life but right now there is a wave of God a wave of the Holy Spirit that is bringing you into the family of God just say yes to Jesus right now say yes to his offer of salvation say yes to his plans and his purposes for your life Matt we've got about 60 seconds or so can you just pray that in this time uh, where we're praying to God and talking to God This will be a time when God talks to us, Mm. a time when God repurposes, redirects. We hear his call with with a sharpness like never before. Yeah, Lord God, as we seek you, as we pray at this time, Lord God, will you send your great wave giving vision, giving purpose, giving direction to us now. As we partner with you, Lord God, will you speak to us and send us in the way that you want us to go in your power uh, 
and with your mandate for what you want us to be doing, Lord God. Yes, Lord God, I thank you that you give us everything we need to fulfill your purposes, Lord God. So will you speak? Will you release? Will you do a new thing at this time with your great wave, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Just let the wave of the Holy Spirit right now touch you where you are. We're just going to go right now into another song of worship with Nikki Brown, Martin Smith. And just in these next uh, four minutes or so, five minutes, just let the wave of God just wash over you. As you just release worship and adoration to God, let God pour into you. Let him speak to you. Let him touch you. Let him set your heart on fire. 